Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Here we go! Live from the place where you're not overly ostentatious studios of CBS Sports Radio here in beautiful New York City, sitting on top of the 10th floor of 345 Hudson Street, Welcome on in to a marvelous Monday, a wonderful Monday, maybe the greatest Monday of my life. Yes, that is right. It is the Zach Gelb Show across all of our great local CBS Sports Radio affiliates, Sirius XM, Channel 158, the free Odyssey app, and of course, streaming on YouTube, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, 855 for CBS is number to jump on in 855-212-4227. You can always get at me on Instagram where I'm straight flexing or via the good old cesspool of Twitter at Zach Gelb, Z-A-C-H-G-E-L-B. Got moist Mike, Stuart Kovacs along the other way. We'll take you all the way up until 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. The original 88 Pro Football Hall of Famer, Dallas Cowboys legend, Drew Pearson, We'll stop by an hour 20 from now at 4.20 p.m. Eastern, 1.20 p.m. Pacific. I just have one thing and one thing only to say to start the show. How about them, Cowboys? Oh, my. The drama Dallas choking Cowboys have done it again. And I have an admission to make. I didn't even think this was possible. The biggest Cowboys hater that exists didn't even think that this was possible. I gave you Cowboys fans too much credit. I actually thought you'd be playing next week. I thought you have a home game in Jerry's world with being the two seed, getting ready for the divisional round. And instead, you do what the Cowboys do best. And this is now an all-time low, an all-time bad defeat. You lost to the seventh seed, Green Bay Packers. Go, Pack, go! The Packers win the toss, take the ball, put the ball into the end zone, and it was panic, panic in Jerry's world. Oh, that was wonderful. Oh, that I never wanted that game to end. And what a bunch of frauds the drama Dallas choking Cowboys are. 
Where are all you cockroaches? Where are all you cockroach Cowboy fans that all year said, Zach, you're not giving this team any credit. Zach, this team is really damn good. Zach, this team's going to make their first NFC title game since 1995. Where are you? You're silent. You're exterminated. The cockroaches are exterminated. And it happens every year. The Cowboys are in the worst spot you could be in. You're the definition of a good team. Not a very good team, not a great team, but you're not bad. And you are stuck in just winning 11, 12 games a year. And then when the big boys come to town or you have to go on the road in the playoffs and you actually have to play someone that has a pulse, you choke. It happens every year. I don't want to hear from a Cowboys fan until you win a Super Bowl. Stop with this nonsense. Oh, this is our year. Oh, this is wonderful. It's never your year. The Cowboys have been a joke for 20, 25 years now. Mike McCarthy, you're going to get fired. Dak Prescott, you're overrated. And the best part is they're probably going to pay that guy $50 million a year on a brand new lucrative contract. And oh yeah, Micah Parsons, your great defense. Oh, this great defense of the drama Dallas choking Cowboys. Where the heck were they yesterday? You let Jordan Love look like a Hall of Fame quarterback yesterday. So go do another podcast and go speak down to everybody that actually just speaks the truth about the Dallas Cowboys. Fraudulent. Not a great football team. And in the big moments, they fold. But my, oh my, yesterday was really something. I, I like... I could be the most clairvoyant person in the world, and I would never have been able to predict what we were going to see transpire on the field. That wasn't just, oh, you lose a heartbreaking game. It's 27-24. The Packers get the ball late, and they hit a go-ahead field goal to win the game. They kicked your ass. They dragged your body up and down the field from end zone to end zone to end zone to end zone, back and forth, over and over and over and over again for 60 minutes. And don't tell me, oh, but Dak Prescott, he had 400 yards passing. Garbage time stats. How about the interception to Jair Alexander? How about the pick six he threw as well? Oh, this team, bunch of frauds, bunch of losers. That's what the Dallas Cowboys are. And I don't care what they look like in the regular season. Cowboys fans, how stupid can you be? You do this every year. You take the bait every year. Oh, Mike McCarthy calling plays. Oh, Dak Prescott playing like an MVP. Up oh, here are the Cowboys. Great defense blowing out a bunch of crappy teams. How do you fall for this every year? Every single year, it gets repeated. Where you try to tell us that you're someone that even you down deep know isn't true. This is, oh my God, this is marvelous. Marvelous, marvelous, marvelous. It was hilarious. You know, sometimes people push back when, when we call the Cowboys America's team. You know what? The Cowboys are America's team. Because everyone, I don't care what politics you believe in. I don't care what religion you practice. I don't care your background. Everyone gets united over hating this franchise and seeing this franchise just choke, choke, year in and year out in the postseason. I don't hope the Cowboys ever 
turn into this four or five win team. I don't want to see them picking in the top 10. I hope they stay right here. I hope they stay right here in this double-digit win team spot, and they're always in contention. And in reality, we always know what will transpire with the Cowboys. Big moment, big spot, expectations smack them right in the face. Ooh, some pressure with the Dallas Cowboys, and they choke. And it's crazy. This is coming from someone that didn't think the Packers were going to win the game. I gave the Cowboys too much credit. And the moment Matt LaFleur, Jordan Love, and the Green Bay Packers said, we want the ball after winning the toss, and they didn't defer, and they took the ball, and they shoved it right down your big fat mouth, there was no chance for the Cowboys. Going into halftime, oh, we'll tease you. We'll allow the Cowboys to get a touchdown. And people started to think, "Uh uh-oh, here comes the second half. We're going to have a ball game. Come on. The Cowboys don't have a comeback in them. That was a team that all the air just popped out of their balloon yesterday. And there's no more excuses. No more excuses. Two years ago, oh, it was bad play calling for Dak Prescott. It was a dumb decision at the end when they couldn't get the snap off last year. Oh, well, you know, we just can't beat the 49ers. The defense and uh, was great, but you lose Tony Pollard because of the injury. What are the excuses now? Because on paper, you are a superior team up against the Green Bay Packers. Heck, we had Kenny Clark on the show back in the summer in July. He said the Packers were getting disrespected. He got dragged on social media. Everyone clowned him. You know, you look at this Packers team, they don't have CeeDee Lamb, right? Like, look at the talent difference between the Packers to the Cowboys. And that team was confident. That team smelled a team that was afraid and was apprehensive, and they punched you in the mouth. And you know what? There was no referee there to stop the fight. There was no towel to be thrown from your corner of the pathetic drama Dallas choking Cowboys. And that Green Bay Packers team just kept on punching and punching and punching and punching over and over and over again. It got so bad. It was so ugly to watch that Cowboy fans, they had to leave in the third quarter. They were like, I couldn't watch anymore. (laughs) Oh, baby. (laughs) Oh, baby. I'm actually disappointed today. You know, I wanted to see this be a slow death. I wanted to give the Packer fan... A little hope. I, I wanted the Packer. I wanted the Cowboys fan to get a little hope. I wanted the Cowboys to beat the Packers. Get into the second round. Okay, here comes Dallas. You know, maybe even get another big win, and then the NFC title game just gets smacked. But I, I'd be lying if I didn't say that this was pretty awesome yesterday. Now, after rubbing it in the faces of uh, Cowboys Nation, which we would love to hear from you today, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. I'm just going to go on a limb here. I don't think we're going to hear from any Cowboy fans today. Because this is what usually happens with Cowboys fans. They call, and they call, and they call, and they call when the team is winning. When they're winning. When they're winning. When they're winning. But then when they lose, you may have some Cowboy fans with spine. You know, some of them may have spines. But the overwhelming majority, they go back into hiding. We have to issue a a search warrant out for them. We have to slap their faces on a milk carton because they've been MIA. So don't be a gutless, pathetic Cowboy fan today. Face the music. 
Every Cowboy fan that called me throughout the year and told me I was a hater, I'm an idiot, I'm a moron, I'm a dope, I want to hear from you. I want to hear how you try to talk yourself out of this game yesterday because there's no excuses. There's none. There's nowhere to hide. There's nowhere to run. You got no chance. You got to face the music today. Oh, this is embarrassing. And Mike McCarthy's going to lose his job. Like, I don't think we'll have an announcement today, by the way. I think this will happen sometime tomorrow. Now, Jerry Jones is never afraid to fire a coach in the middle of the playoff game when he finally got rid of the clapper in uh, Jason Garrett. He let him go during the Eagles game because, you know, he wanted to kind of take a little luster and a little uh, appeal out of the uh, Eagles and people watching that Eagles Seahawks game and make the Cowboys dominate the story. So I do think with you having two games today, Buffalo and Pittsburgh, that does kick off at uh, 430 and then you do have the uh, Buccaneers and the Eagles up. The Eagles actually do play today. Oh, maybe. Oh, are we getting a breaking news alert? Are we getting a breaking news alert at about 830 when the ball's kicked into the air? Uh, is that when it's going to happen, Jerry? I'm going to put it past him. But I do think after the embarrassment of yesterday, he's going to have his meetings. I don't even think reality has set in. And then Jerry is going to fire uh, Mike McCarthy tomorrow. That would be my guess. And you know what? I don't see, and I've been someone that has defended Mike McCarthy. I don't think he got enough credit the last two, three years. Everyone was trying to fire him from the start. But when you have a loss like that yesterday, there's no recovering from that. And especially when you have the names that are available on the market with Belichick, with Harbaugh, with Vrabel, and Pete Carroll. And I would start right at the top of that list with Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick needs talent. And the Cowboys need someone that knows how to win. And I understand people could sit there. And I understand that there will be concerns about how Jerry Jones and Bill Belichick will work together. If if you want Jerry Jones to be serious about winning. And you want to finally see another championship before your time on this earth is over with. You got to find a way to get Belichick. But if you can't get Belichick. Maybe Bill wants to go to the Falcons. Maybe Bill doesn't want to deal with Jerry. There's Jim Harbaugh available. There's Mike Vrabel available. There's Pete Carroll available as well. And we even speculated about Bill Belichick. I think we were the first radio show to speculate about Bill Belichick going to the uh, the drama Dallas Choking Cowboys. We had a take. Uh, you know, I had a take on it was December 3rd, December 4th. I resurfaced it yesterday where I said, I know there's a lot of speculation that maybe Dan Quinn would take over. Why would you make a lateral move there? I would go out and go get Bill Belichick, and that's what the Cowboys should start. So between these four coaches, the poll question today at CBS Sports Radio, at Zach Gelb, who should be coaching the Cowboys next year? Belichick, Harbaugh, Vrabel, or Carroll? Santos said to me when I put the poll question, you don't even have McCarthy in there? Yeah, it's an assumption that McCarthy's not going to be brought back. 10.3% say Pete Carroll. 19.9% say Jim Harbaugh. 31.8% say Mike Vrabel. And right now, off and running with 38% of the vote is Bill Belichick. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Let's start things off with Dylan in Pennsylvania, first up on CBS Sports Radio. Dylan, what's happening? Hey, man, how's it going today? Oh, it's great. It's Monday. It's wonderful mood. The Cowboys are done. So how you doing? Uh, it's a bad day for me, man. I'm a huge Cowboys fan. Uh, I love your show, first off. Uh, I listen to you every day. Appreciate that. Uh, it's a bad day, but... Um, I just want to talk about uh, why it's always on Dak Prescott uh, every week from every, you know, I just think that 
first off, you make the move and get rid of Zeke. Uh, then you expect Tony Pollard to get, uh, you know, 20, 25 carries. I don't think that everything's on deck and they don't really surround. Why is, every, why is it always on deck, I guess, is what I'm wondering. When they because don't he's the face of the Cowboys. Play. He's the quarterback of the Cowboys. And what we do in this sport, we either put it on two people. We put it on the quarterback or we put it on the coach. Last year, that defense was phenomenal. And in a big spot, I know it's up against San Francisco, but San Francisco's offense wasn't clicking. Dak was a fumble and an interception machine. Yeah, that's a a fair point, but you get rid of Kellen Moore, you get rid of Zeke. Well, Kellen Moore is one of the more overrated minds in football. Oh, he's worse. I mean, that showed this year that he's probably the worst as it comes. And, and to, also, but... and Dylan, let's be real. A lot of Cowboys fans were fi- I know Zeke had a good year in New England, but a lot of Cowboys fans were fine with seeing Zeke go because it looked like he was past his prime. He had a good year in New England. He was, but for Tony Pollard to be the player that he is, he needs another running back to take some of that load off. So that's what Zeke, in my opinion, made Tony Pollard what he those two years or whatever it was, Tony Pollard needs another running back to take that, that heat off him, in my opinion. And then that opens up the pass game for Dak. Yeah, and I would think that they would go explore Derrick Henry, but I don't think Dak gets unfairly criticized. I think it's accurate. Cowboys fans try to tell you that he was an MVP this year. I didn't see it. And that's another thing with Cowboys fans. You're taking these victory laps in the regular season. You guys are the regular season champions. I don't want to hear from you in the regular season. I want to see you guys get the job done in the postseason. Let's go to Dave in Miami next up on CBS Sports Radio. Dave, what's happening? Hey, Zach. What's going on? I love your show, man. Thank you. Uh, what do you got? Um, uh, just, uh, I believe Jerry Jones needs to just let go. Uh, maybe just um, move upstairs and just have somebody else run the show. And my other comment is, uh, how about them clown boys? <laughs> I love it, Dave. Well, Jerry Jones is the owner of the team. And Stephen Jones plays a big role. Will McClay plays a big role as well. And this is the other part. As much as we clown Jerry Jones, the Cowboys have good rosters. They just, for whatever it is, they just can't get the job done. But it's not as if Jerry Jones, the last three years, there's a lot of personnel decisions that I could really object and say that Jerry Jones did a bad job as basically the general manager of this team. Let's go to Scott in Myrtle Beach next up on CBS Sports Radio. Scott, what's happening? Hey, Zach. How are you, sir? Doing great, Scott. What do you got? Hey, fantastic opening statement about the Cowboys. I'm a huge Packers fan, have been all my life. All we heard all week, Green Bay's going to get blown out, blah, blah, blah. Jordan Love, he can't do it. Well, go Pack, go. It's the same thing. That game, as soon as we took the ball, I, I was a little skeptical. I was like, oh, boy. And then, boy, we went down and scored. You could just feel the life suck out of that stadium. It was awesome, man. Yeah, Great right, after that, fir- that. right after that first touchdown, I ate some cheese. I drank some Leap Vodka in honor of uh, Leroy Butler, my guy. And I knew that game was over right after that touchdown. And very early into the game. I've never changed a prediction that quickly. I said the Cowboys were going to win. And then, boom, they take the ball, the Packers. They drive right down the field, 7-0. And there was a sense of panic that did overtake Jerry's world. All righty, let's go to Connor in California next up on CBS Sports Radio. Connor, what's shaking? So I heard you say that you speculated that they should hop the check, and I uh, very much disagree with that. I, I'm not trying to diminish Bill Belichick here. I think he's a, he was a great coach. I think it's time for him to put up, uh, put it up, and uh, retire. So who do you want? Huh? So who do you want as the head coach? If you're saying no to well, the greatest got, coach of all so time, many other we got so many ones, uh, other ones on the table. We got Mike Vrabel. We got Pete Carroll. You know, we got we got all we got a whole bunch, and I just think Bill Belichick is just not a good option. 
Yeah, all I'll say about that is the other way. When Tom Brady was leaving New England, there was a lot of people that said Tom Brady was shot. And then all of a sudden, Tom Brady got some protection up front and more talent, and then boom, uh, Tom Brady won a Super Bowl that year. I think it's very comparable to Belichick. Belichick, the general manager, has done a bad job. But Belichick, the coach, heck, three years ago, he got Mac Jones in his rookie season the double-digit wins into a playoff game. And with the second-worst roster in the league this year, you know, they haven't got blown out of a game since that Saints game. So I don't think Bill Belichick just lost his fastball all of a sudden. As a GM, he's no longer good. But as a head coach, I still think he'd be very effective in this league. All right, phones are very busy. We'll continue to rock and roll with them. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. We continue the celebratory day when we return in five minutes as the drama Dallas joke and Cowboys, they lose a big game once again. Oh, lovely music to my ears. Coming on back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You can stream the NFL and Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL Live on the NFL app. By asking Alexa to open Wessel One Sports or on the Odyssey app, get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. So the drama Dallas choking Cowboys do what they do best. And then on the other side, what a start for Jordan Love and Matt LaFleur. And I think we all need to issue an apology to Brian Gutekunst when many people... Uh, went after him for the last two to three years, and he ended up getting it right. Now, I still got to see what the apex is for Jordan Love, but the way he was moving around yesterday, the way he's been moving around the stretch and just getting better and better throughout the season and delivering big plays and making big throws on third down two, that was a wonderful performance. And now, since the Packers are the seventh seed, we do know that they're going to Santa Clara next week. How many times did you see the Packers with Aaron Rodgers Lose to the 49ers. I'm not saying this is going to happen, but could you imagine the euphoria that you'll get from some of the best fans in football in the Green Bay Packers in really year one as the starter for Jordan Love if he could walk into Santa Clara and beat the second best team in football and the best team in the conference? It's early. It's a premature thought. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I did think about that earlier this morning when you look at the whole moving on from... Uh, Favre to Rodgers and then Rodgers to Love and the Packers have a formula here. You draft a quarterback towards the end of the first round. You let him sit behind the legend 
And then you get off and running to a heck of a start. And what a year this has been for Jordan Love. Let's continue to hit the busy phones. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Let's go to Nathan in San Francisco next up on the Zach Gelb Show. Nathan, what's happening? Hey, thanks for having me. Um, I'm calling simply just to say, like, I think that the, it's rightfully so that Mike McCarthy should should be let go. But I think there's, like, almost too much emphasis on, like, coaching and, like, not enough emphasis on, like, how bad uh, Dak Prescott played. I mean, when he plays mediocre teams, he plays well. But when he plays, like, you know, teams like San Francisco, he freezes up, he throws interceptions. He's not the same player. And I feel like as painful as it is for the Cowboys organization, they're going to have to make a change of quarterback if they want to move forward. It's a fair point, Nathan. Here's my only question. Where do they go? Like, Dak is a free agent at the end of this year. Who do you bring in when you have a team right now that's still a good team and that's been in contention the last few years? That's a great question, sir. And I'm not even 100% sure myself, but I just feel like Dak is not the answer. So that's about as good as I can say. You got it, Nathan. Appreciate the phone call. Santa, you got a name there? Yeah. They don't have to go that far. They already have a number three pick who's what, two and a half, three years removed from college. Trey Lance is their backup. Get rid of Dak. Start all over Trey Lance. See what he's got. You made the move. He's a top three pick. He clearly showed some promise. I would go and just go Trey Lance. Who else are you going to get? Just yes or no. Would you agree that Kyle Shanahan is one of, if not the brightest minds in football? Just yes or no? Yes. Kyle Shanahan gave up on Trey Lance oh so quickly. I disagree. Well, he did. First off, I don't even think Trey. He didn't. I don't think he gave up on Trey Lance. Let me finish. Kyle Shanahan, I don't even think wanted to draft originally Trey Lance. It goes back to Chris Sims. Sims and and, uh, Kyle Shanahan are very good friends. They have matching tattoos, like friendship tattoos, from back when they were in college. And the moment the Niners traded up into that three spot, Chris Sims said he believed the Niners did that, probably wink, wink, knowing something from Shanahan, to go draft Mac Jones. And then ultimately they drafted Trey Lance. I think Kyle Shanahan was talked into Trey Lance. And then the moment there was some adversity where Trey Lance didn't even get a fair shot because he got hurt um, and you saw the emergence of Brock Purdy. But with how much they moved to go get Trey Lance, multiple first-round picks, they give up on him that quickly. I, I think that's more of a reflection that Kyle Shanahan does not believe that Trey Lance is good. So then why would he go to the Cowboys, a team that's not as good as the 49ers, and have success? You might be right that Shanahan didn't want to draft him to begin with and gave up on him quicker than he probably should have. The only reason why Trey Lance is not the starting quarterback for the 49ers or on that team is because Brock, Brock Purdy came out of nowhere as a seventh-round pick and showed that he's the future quarterback for the 49ers. At that point, they had no use for Trey Lance. So why not get some asset in return and get some draft picks? But going but into if, this if year, you, right. you did not know that Brock Purdy was a slam dunk. They may have thought it, but they did not know. It was too small of a sample size last year. Maybe, but when you when you see what he did, kind of like what Tom Brady did when he took over for Drew Bledsoe, mm-hmm. sometimes you could just tell right away a guy's just got it, right? He did enough last year, Brock Purdy. You could just tell he just he yeah. got it. He well, just I think was it's there. a tough sell if you're going to move on from Dak and then go to Trey Lance, who's an unknown. Like you want to say you don't want to pay Dak four or five years at fifty million dollars a year. I understand that. I don't think you could tell me Trey Lance is the guy. Maybe. Now, they're kind of similar because they're good regular season quarterbacks but bad postseason quarterbacks. Maybe it ends up being Kirk Cousins if he's willing to sign a short two-year deal. But ultimately, I don't think Jerry is letting Dak walk. And even though Dak played well in the regular season, 
Come playoff time, he's just not a big-time player. And you will not win a Super Bowl with Dak Prescott. Let's go to uh, Stefan in California next up on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead. Hey, what's up, buddy? Doing I'm, great. Uh, trying to juggle uh, doing uh, Uber Eats and then listening to all the uh, the breakdown. Well, I got a question for you. Uh, you you, 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 you deliver Uber Eats? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm doing Uber Eats, but I'm listening. Uh, I'm analyzing. Well, I appreciate that. I, I'm just wondering. Do you ever take yeah. a little of the food? Like, if there's a French fry that's like maybe hanging off the uh, the container, do you maybe take the French fry and get some food for yourself? No, I'm uh, I'm on a, a strict diet, sir. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, because if that was me, I'd be stealing <laughs> some French fries. But what do you got okay. today? Go ahead. L- l- let me l- let me break it down for you. Okay, so I'm not trying to be cocky or anyway. I told my friend who's a diehard Dallas Cowboy fan. Uh, I have two friends that are diehard Dallas Cowboy fans. They're all hiding from me right now. <laughs> I told my friend, I said, a couple of days before it's going to happen, I say, well, so hypothetically speaking, I see the, the Green Bay Packers going into Dallas. I truly believe Jordan Love has way better footwork than Dak Prescott. Right now, he does. He does. And you can say I'm full of it. You can say you can talk bad about me and all that. This is the problem with Dak Prescott. Go back to this game. Keep watching his footwork. Watch. Don't watch the ball. Just watch his footwork throughout the whole entire game. It is disgusting, man. He needs to correct that footwork. That's what's preventing him from from uh, chopping his feet. He's he's panicking. He doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know how to use his space. And, and that, that that's the thing with Dak. Is he doesn't know. And there's some people that know exactly what to do. And, and know how to move in space and, and utilize that pocket. Dak doesn't have it. Well, I know? appreciate the phone call. Thanks so much. I also think it's a mental roadblock right now for the entire organization. Because when you are that team and you heard Micah Parsons play into it all year, and I thought it was really stupid of him, where anytime they would lose, oh, why does everyone criticize Dak? Why does everyone root for the Cowboys to fail? Well, don't tell us that things are going to be different. Go show it on the field. And for it to reach this low, where, like, Stefan's one of the, the people in the minority that thought the Packers were going to win the game. Most of us, even me, thought that this choke for the Cowboys wouldn't happen until at earliest next week. But for them to lose this game to Green Bay, not only lose, get annihilated, it shows you the moment there's some adversity, they just don't know what to do. And I go back to the game against the 49ers two years ago when they got out to that slow start before they couldn't get the snap of at the end of the game. McCarthy admitted the team wasn't ready to go. And then to have them not ready to go up against the Packers again two years later, it's on the coach, and it's also on the players. But you know this and I know this, nine times out of ten, the coach is the one that gets let go, and the quarterback's still going to get rewarded with the new deal. Let's go to Josh in San Diego next up on CBS Sports Radio. Josh, what's happening? Uh, not a stoked on the show. Just found it about a year ago. Really like it. Uh, lifelong Cowboy fan. And all you can see is how puckered up that they play. Like, once you're a Cowboy, if they could change the idea behind the team that you're already playing with house money. Everybody wants you to lose anyway. So why not play not to uh, – instead of playing not to lose, like, just go for it. And yeah. They, they looked scared yesterday. So scared. They looked scared. So they looked nervous. 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 It was pathetic. Yeah, it was lame. And they always do that because – no matter what, they're going to get blasted. So if you know that already, I just don't understand how they can't change the whole mantra behind the team. Who cares? They, nobody likes you anyway, so just go for it. And maybe another coach will allow that. I mean, I'm into Vrabel because I think he would be the guy to at least set that tone. 
Yeah, and, and Vrabel's definitely aggressive. I say Belichick because he'll, even though it's tough to ignore the outside noise in Dallas, he will make sure that his locker room will ignore the outside noise, and he would not let a lot of things go on as they were this year. Let's go to Willie in South Carolina next up on CBS Sports Radio. Willie, what's happening? I'm on the line with the Z-Man, Zach Gell. What's happening, Z? Willie, I'm doing fantastic. What do you got? What do you say? I know you're doing fantastic as I am. You know, I hear a lot of people talking about, you know, Bill Belichick and the Dallas Cowboys, but haven't we seen that story somewhere before? Go back in time to when, uh, you know, Barry Switzer was a coach and then he was fired. Mm -hmm. Then you bring in the likes of Bill Parcells, a legend, a, a, a renowned legend in the National Football League. Now, he came in there with the idea to change, the, you know, everything about the Cowboys, and, then, and, and where did that go? So now we're talking Bill, Bill Belichick, who can come in, a man with who's no, who, much like Bill Parcells, is, is a no-nonsense disciplinary type of coach. But are we certain that's going to work? I would think that the Cowboys would have more success with Bill Belichick um, than what they had with Mike McCarthy. I don't think that's a crazy statement. Uh, now, if Tony Romo just held on to that snap in that playoff game, they probably would have won a playoff game under Bill Parcells. I don't think you could go wrong when you look at the Cowboys with the four names. It has to be one of these four names. Carroll, Vrabel, Belichick, or Jim Harbaugh. You get one of those four names in there, and Jerry lets those coaches do what they want to do, you know, there's no reason why this team shouldn't be an NFC title game next year. But it takes a certain coach and a special coach to really turn around this team for the mental problems that they're having. All righty, I'll take one more before the break. Uh, let me go to Bob in Wisconsin. He's been holding patiently. He's next up on CBS Sports Radio. Bob, go ahead. Hey, thanks for the call. Hey, you know, Green Bay Packer fan, a long time, all my life. Mm -hmm. No matter what happens next week, we already won. As far as oh, I'm absolutely. Concerned. Wins and losses we, this year for the Packers were irrelevant. It all came down to how you felt about the quarterback at the end of the year. Well, yeah, exactly. And then you figure we had rookies, second-year players, third-year players maybe, and very little experience. We had wide receivers running the same routes at the same time. Defense didn't know what to do. And they were coached up enough to come in and not just beat Dallas, but to, you know, just put them away. Yeah. And I I would nominate LeFleur for coach of the year. I mean, that's well, well, here's the, only the, the uh, tricky uh, thing, Bob. That. The only tricky thing, and thanks for the phone come up against it, is coach of the year is a regular season award. But what we do now is once you play well in the postseason, we try to reevaluate what the vote should be. It's a regular season award. It's either going to go to Kevin Stefanski or it's going to go to D'Amico Ryans. One of those two guys are going to win coach of the year this year in the NFL. As good of a job as LeFleur has done down the stretch, He's not going to be the coach of the year. You could be mentioned as someone that could be considered, but you can't use yesterday for why he should win coach of the year because, once again, it's a regular season award. Onside, offside, next, Zach Kelp Show, CBS Sports Radio. Let's get the latest update in with the act man, Rich Ackerman. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Zach's taking on the most polarizing issues in sports. Which side of the line of scrimmage will he end up on? Offside. Defense number 69. It's Onsides, Offsides with Zach Gelb on CBS Sports Radio. It's time to ask the pros. For you, the listener, gets asked us a question. It's brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Simply tweet your question at CBS Sports Radio or at Zach Gelb, Z-A-C-H-G-E-L-B, using the hashtag Ask the Pros. Be listening later in the show. We might answer your question. Think around the auto parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Moist Mike, what do you got cooking today? All right. Well, listen, your here we go brownies fairy tale season came to a close in their blowout loss. The Texans and Joe Flacco's magical pixie dust dried up, throwing two pick sixes that all but sealed Cleveland's fate. So onside, offside, despite the ugly ending, the Browns season was still a success. Onsides, when you lose your quarterback, when you lose your star running back, who's maybe the most valuable player on the offensive side of the ball at about 8,000 offensive linemen, and you still find a way to win double-digit win games and you're in the playoffs, that's a successful season. Now, what you saw on Saturday was a complete and utter embarrassment. Congratulations to the Texans. Nothing but respect with D'Amico Ryans and C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson have done in this last year. But I can't crush the Browns when you look at the totality of the season. So it's still a success on sides. Now, Dan Quinn is, was a hot coaching candidate. Apparently he has four interviews lined up now that they've lost. He's got a good agent. I feel like every year the last two years, Dan Quinn is like the James Franklin uh, the in the college circuit where he's linked to like every job. Now, his poorest defense allowed 41 points, 400 yards. And the Packers scored touchdowns on six of their first seven possessions. Wolf. Onside also, the Cowboys' defensive performance on Sunday has ruined Quinn's shot of actually landing a coaching gig. So I do wonder how, how much of genuine interest there is on Dan Quinn. But I don't think when it pertains to a head coach, when you look at a coordinator, that one game, even though yesterday was as embarrassing as embarrassing could be for the Cowboys' defense, 
I don't think that takes him out of the running, especially in two spots in particular. Seattle, he has connections to, and then also the Washington Commanders where he's been linked to. So the Cowboys defensive performance has ruined Quinn shot at getting a head coaching gig, I would say offside. He was a good coach uh, with the Falcons. He was just never able to recover once you choked away the game that you did in the Super Bowl 28-3. Offside! Now before the season, many wondered whether this would be Matthew Stafford's last, but a resurgent second half and budding stars like Puka Nakua and Kieran Williams seem to have rejuvenated Stafford despite yesterday's loss in Detroit. Onside, offside, do you believe Stafford will play at least two more seasons? I don't think people appreciate enough what Puka Nakua has done this year. Because when you talk about Offensive Rookie of the Year, it's always C.J. Stroud, and it should be C.J. Stroud. But maybe any other year, Puka Nakua would win Offensive Rookie of the Year. The dude is a star in the NFL, and you have a tremendous one-two punch of wide receiver with Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. I do think Stafford was close to retiring, and he got banged up yesterday. He's been banged up a lot during his career. But he is under contract through... 2026. So that's 2024, 2025, 2026 in the contract for three more years. Yeah, now with this new life and with some of these uh, newer players, we'll see what happens with Aaron Donald. But you have Williams, you got Puka Nakui, still got Cup there. I think this uh, rejuvenates uh, Stafford to play at least two more seasons. So I'll go on sides there. Now, while many complained about the streaming only Peacock broadcast of Chiefs Dolphins, NBC announced it was the most watched streaming event in U.S. history with over 23 million viewers. So onside, offside, you have no issue with more streaming-only playoff games. Like, I consider and call the NFL greedy, but they're trying to make the most money possible. I get it doesn't look good with the billions that the NFL does print, but that's just the way that the world is moving it. Now, I have no clue how I have Peacock. I do not play for Pe- uh, pay for Peacock, but I went to my smart TV the last time there was one of these exclusive games, and somehow, someway, someone signed in, and I have like 9,000 accounts linked, uh, linked in there from previous roommates, uh, significant others, you know, family members, things like that. So I, I did not recognize who Peacock account it was, but I thanked them because I didn't have to shell out the 5 or $6. But no, I don't generally, it's just the way the world is. I don't have an issue uh, with uh, more streaming-only playoff games. It's just the way that this is going to eventually all move to. Now, Jim Harbaugh is set to meet with the Chargers today, and some think he won't leave Los Angeles without a deal. The 5-12 and 12 Chargers are nearly $30 million over the cap, but have the seventh youngest roster in the NFL. So onside, offside, the Chargers, Chargers will at least see a four-win turnaround if they hire Harbaugh. Oh, you bring in Jim Harbaugh with Justin Herbert, you're instantly a playoff team. And that's just a four-win turnaround. My math's not great, but that would be nine and eight. So, yeah, uh, Jim Harbaugh is a sensational college coach. He was a sensational NFL coach. There's no doubt that they would see a four-win turnaround onsides. <laughs> Now, speaking of the exodus from Ann Arbor, both Blake Corum and J.J. McCarthy declared for the draft. Corum finishes at the Wolverines' fifth-leading rusher of all time, while McCarthy threw 44 touchdowns to just nine picks over the past two seasons. And by the way, that duo together, I know Blake Corum was hurt last year, but they have three wins up against Ohio State. They have three Big Ten championships and a national championship. And just in case if people forgot it last week, just want to remind people of that. I Especially Ohio that. State fans. You losers. Who won the national championship? I don't remember. Michigan. Michigan, Michigan, Michigan. Now, onside, offside, J.J. McCarthy will be the fourth quarterback off the board after Caleb Williams, Drake May, and Jaden Daniels. I don't think McCarthy's going to be a great pro quarterback. I understand why he's leaving. I could also see why he should have came back because the market for QBs won't be as robust as it is right now next year in the draft. Um... Caleb uh, Williams, who just declared today, finally. Drake May, Jaden Daniels, the Heisman winner at LSU. And then also, I think Michael Penix Jr. are going to go before McCarthy. So you saying McCarthy will be the fourth quarterback off the board. Um, I will go offside, even though he lost 
the national championship game. Michael Penix Jr. to J.J. McCarthy. I think Penix will get selected before McCarthy. Offside. As the Bulls honored the 90s Bulls this weekend and had the inaugural Ring of Honor, fans booed the late Jerry Krause, who both built the dynasty and is often blamed for their breakup. The booing, however, caused his widow Thelma to cry as they show her, uh, showed her on the scoreboard. He was a six-time NBA champion, two-time NBA executive of the year, represented by his wife Thelma, basketball Hall of Famer, and former Bulls general manager Jerry Krause. Now many ripped the fans, including former Bulls Steve Kerr. It's shameful. It's absolutely shameful. Um, I cannot believe, um, I'm devastated for Thelma and for the Krause family. I, I, what, what can we possibly be th thinking? Um, so the fans who booed, they know who they are. And that's, um, to me, it's, it's absolutely shameful. And I, I'm, I'm devastated by that. And of course, Stacey King, who calls Bulls games now. It was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I hurt for that lady, brought her to tears. And whoever booed her in this arena should be ashamed of themselves. That's not Chicago. That's New York, Philly. Chicago's not like that. We don't have a reputation of being that way. And whether you like Jerry Krause or not, that man brought six championships here, and that was really classless. And I'm, I was disappointed in the people that booed. It was a sad thing. Now, outside, offside, you would have been fine with the fans booing Krause if his widow wasn't present at the event. First off, uh, Stacey King saying, oh, that's not Chicago when Chicago fans did that. And then you take a shot at New York and Philadelphia fans bleep off. OK, that's number one. Number two, I, I don't care if the widow's there or not. You shouldn't boo him either way. I know there's a lot of animosity with the with the late Jerry Krause because of the whole last dance and Michael Jordan can't stand his guts. But as Santer said, he's still responsible for building a team that won six championships. So if I'm making that decision to cheer or boo, whether his his wife is there or not, how can you bring yourself to the side of booing? Like, you still got to be 51% cheering individually in the decision compared to booing just because he won six championships. So the Bulls fan, which has been miserable ever since, you know, they're bitter and they're spoiled. You booed basically a, a dead guy that brought you six championships while his widow is there. I don't care if, if the widow is there or not. You don't boo the guy. But that just shows you the immediate world that we live in, fresh off the fresh dance, right off of it, people don't like Jerry Krause. Now, real quick, do you think it was more, it was worse because it was a classist move to boo a dead guy or more of a bad move because they should be cheering him for what he brought rather than booing him for the end of the era? I would think the, the latter. How do you boo a guy that ended up winning six championships? And also, he's dead. Like, get over it. The guy won you six championships. Come on, cheer him. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.